Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Right, we are at the World Food Championship in Dallas, Texas. This is the Walk and Talk Podcast. I am Carl Fiadini, your host, and we have special guests at the table today. We have the Mike McClat. Like you are the man around here, as I understand it. He's the commissioner. Uh, don't don't commission the commission. Yeah, don't tell people that. They ask me all kinds of crazy questions, like, uh, "Where can I plug in my iPhone here? Can, I, <laughs> can, you, know, can you sell me this or sell me have, that? I get it. Have man. a restroom. Um, <laughs> I mean, I get all the tough questions when they know that. You know, I realized right away when I had a question and I saw you coming, I'm like, nah. I Thank go you. I'm going to go over here. <laughs> Thank you. I get You're it. Are, are, spork, are sporks allowed? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Now, I have all to my left, Anthony Martorina. Oh, that was perfect. Did I say I it right? It. Oh, it was perfect. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, I go into a trance. I don't even remember this stuff. I just, it kind of yeah. comes out. All right. We're having a bl- first of all, Mike. We're having a blast over here. So good. We, uh, so between you and Mark and whoever else made decisions about us coming here, what a beautiful experience. We're well, you. delighted you're here. Uh, you, you guys are top notch, and to have you right here in the heartbeat of everything that's going on with food sport, I just think it's a natural. And uh, where y'all been for ten years? My goodness, come on. <laughs> We're out there having a good time. Y'all should have yeah. been here earlier, but uh, from here on out, you're here. Heard that? Got it. Okay, uh, that's a handshake. That's recorded. That. Yeah, that's you got recorded. that on tape. Did you get that? Are we recording? Yeah, we're definitely recording all on that. Right, one. Should right, we get some right. playback on that? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a signature? <laughs> all right. So, questions for both of you. What is your favorite component of this entire event? I know that. I know that's just going to blow your mind. But since I was not able to ask you questions or anything for the past five days, you get that one. No, it's easy. Uh, it's the passion. Uh, these these uh, contestants, whether they're chefs, home cooks, pro teams, doesn't matter. They they bring passion to the table on in every way that you can imagine. Doesn't matter if it's dessert category, soup category, live fight, whatever. Uh, these people are the best um, in the business. They are passionate for a reason. They love what they do. They're sharing the language of food, which is the language of love. And um, Seeing them at their best, and, and even sometimes when they're not at their best, it's it's always um, um, a sentimental and emotional and exciting week for me. Uh, and it's the one thing for me that is my adrenaline fix, right? That I can I can power through five days of crazy food sport activity. So before you answer, before you answer that question, I want I want to take what you said, but I'm going to put that on its own on a, on a vessel. 
that vessel for me, because I agree with with that 100%. The vessel is you take, you know, Jane Joe home cook, and they're up against like, hey, I'm the executive chef of John McFadden. Yeah, like I'm the executive chef of you know 40 properties or whatever. Like, and they're competing against each other, and 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 some of these home cooks are like, you know, they're hanging in there. For me, I think that's fascinating. Number one, because I've been dealing with chefs for, th- for, for a long time, and 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 to see that, to see that kind of um, that synergy, and and you they bring that home cook into that camaraderie factor that you know people in the kitchen have. I, I think that's amazing. So forgive me for jumping in on you, Anthony. What do you think? No, I was going to say Mike said it perfectly, but it's the creativity too that these chefs bring because they know they have to bring something different to the table. Um, when they go on to the next round, I, I see them. They're sitting here writing down notes. They're writing down ingredients. They're talking to other chefs. Hey, does this work? Does that work? And it's just that level. They're an artist. They really are. They're an artist. They're painting a picture on a plate, and then they're trusting it to Attention the judges the when they're putting that in front of Make them. And it's pretty. It's, it's an amazing moment. What do you think about that? I agree. There's layers of this. I mean, if you really want to peel back the onion, no pun intended, right? Or pun intended. Um, there's all kinds of layers to this this food sport thing, whether it's creativity, execution, camaraderie, community, passion. It's a little bit of everything. I was at an, I was uh, I was judging seafood um, the other day, and uh, Chef uh, Chef John McFadden, he was up on the, the top level stage there. And the showcase. The showcase stage. What was here's here's what I think is amazing. You get chefs and people who have this personality and charisma, and at, and he's a solo act too. He's up there by himself, right? So he's he's got things working. He's cooking. He's doing his thing. But what he's doing is he's taking people from the crowd, and he's bringing them into the fold, and he's being a showman. And it's not just him. There's a, there's a bunch. There was a bunch of competitors like that where they're bringing. The people here, even other chefs, into into it. I, I think it. I think what you did here to create this is is really amazing. Be, you, this needed to be done a long time ago. A well, long time ago. I'm glad it wasn't. But uh, a true story. Yeah, I get so, it. But you know what we did? People think that that we created the magic. We didn't. We just found a way to bottle it. You know, the magic was already out there. Chefs and home cooks and pro teams did not have a level playing field. They didn't have one place where they, they all could go. Right. There, there, there are competitions and championships for each one of those segments, whether it's online or if it's in France or somewhere else. Um, ACF, those kinds of things exist. We, we just decided there needed to be a level playing field because at the end of the day, we're all great. If we're cooks, we're all great at cooking something, right? So let's say it's a dessert and... The question becomes, when you see a, an executive chef create a pecan pie, a la tart, whatever, and you think to yourself, well, I could do that good. I could do that, or I could beat that. Uh, before we came along, there was no place to, to prove that. Showcase, And yeah. at the World Food Championships, you can. You just got to have the idea. You got to have the um, the energy. You got to get qualified, and then you, you got to execute when you get there. And you, you brought up uh, John McFadden right off the bat there. I think, first of all, I think he, on a side note, he's kind of like the first AI uh, interpretation of a chef because he's a machine. He's 100% machine. I was impressed by that. Yeah. I've been, I have, listen, I have been in more than a thousand kitchens in my tenure in this business, and I've seen a lot of different types of chefs. 
That guy is a machine to the highest level of machinery. I feel like I'm really good at making up my bed in the morning without any wasted moves. This guy takes it to another level. I'm saying. Right? I, I, There's I, no wasted moves. That, with this. What you just said is the, the chef's dream. Yeah. We constantly sit there. And one of the, some of the contestants from the junior that Carl was uh, judging, after they got done, I said to them, like, how many steps did you have? And one of them, the guys looked at me. D- DJ was doing the cu- cutting thing. And he was like, I never thought of it that way. Uh, I'm like, the plate you put down is one step. The yep, product exactly. you put down is two, three, four, five. If you go over a certain time limit or a certain amount of steps, steps you lose you're time. done. Yeah, you lose time. And, and, and what I want to point out, you mentioned it too, Michael. Uh, you said community. And what you did without even knowing this, and we, we found this out last night, uh, Scott from uh, Dat Sauce, as we're walking out, we're loading up, and he goes, come on over. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God, it's like, do I want to do that? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to My feet hurt. You know, yeah. <laughs> so we ended up going back to the uh, Airbnb. We were going to do lamb chops, and we ended up going over there. And we walked in not knowing a single person, not a single soul. We walked out having new family members. So yeah. kudos for you to bring this. And you see it when people win. They're not like, damn it, yo, yo, I, I should have done that and backstabbing them. It's like, like cutthroat chick kitchen. It's, oh, my God, you won. And uh, JP was on earlier. He was ringing the bell for all his friends. Right. And what you did with that is just absolutely stunning. Well, I, I can't take the credit because it's it's really been a, a massive effort, a massive team, great team, talented team, pulling this together every year. And, and really – what we learned is that if, if we just set the rules and, and everybody knows the rules and they can follow the rules, then the passion of the industry becomes its own energy, right? It, it just kind of follows itself. You Self-repelling. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and self-refilling and refueling. And, and it's just uh, you, you see it happening every year. And our community keeps getting a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, which I love. Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry-aged program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. So before we get too too much further along, what's your claim to fame, Anthony? Antonio. (laughs) Uh, So my claim to fame is... uh, Year two, I, I remember I went to Las Vegas, right, and I, I wasn't competing. I was just I actually judged um, Did you guys have seafood, a good time with high school and I was kind of hooked at that point. And then um, the third year in Kiss Me, we launched five events where I literally went to all five events, and it was kind of the big kickoff, and Mike came up to me that night. And he you, wait, me. Uh, you hear this crowd too, by the way? Yeah. I, I, how do you not? But yeah, forgive me. And so what's amazing is Mike came up to me. He goes, I, 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 I got you a present. And I go, what'd you get me? And he pulls out, he pulls out the 
Sheffery I said, jersey. Look, I'm going to tell you one thing. He got it for me. It was embroidered. It's a kiss me. And he says, I want you in that arena 8.30 tomorrow morning. And I said, no. I said, I was so tired. Literally, I did five events in eight hours. And I didn't want to wake up in the morning. And he goes, just take it home. Think about it. <laughs> was there a horse head in his bed? When he, is that what happened? I was when, I, when I woke up the next morning, that jersey was sitting at the foot of my bed. It was just sitting there and it was talking to me. And I go, I'm going to try it on. I tried it on and I was like, oh, that feels kind of nice, right? And the night before, Mike's like, no pressure. You don't have to do it. You do it. You don't have to do it. There I was, 8.30 in the morning, kissing me, microphone, talking to the chefs. Mike walked by. He looked at me. We caught eyes. He just gave me a nod, and he kept walking. I'm and then the, and in the background right was... I was kind of rubbing my tie like this. He had a couple of walnuts in his hand. He's cracking some walnuts Yeah, of course. Flipping a quarter or something like that. But that was... Mike is always innovating, and he's always adding more onto that. And that was kind of missing that element of the chef the person that was there enforcing the rules. You were the first. So you were the first. I was the first one. Yeah. So I was the first one, the original one. I, that can't take that away from me. Um, but that was just so exciting to be in that pit, be there watching chefs blowing the whistle, making sure that somebody was enforcing the rules. Yeah. Because that's the thing is, you do want that level level playing field. You know, chefs will hide stuff times. You know, try to sneak no, something in stuff. We never that, no. that doesn't happen. That's like saying we don't have egos. That, <laughs> no, that doesn't. What? But look at look at now. There's I mean there's chefferies everywhere. Right. You know. I, I want to do. I do want to. Look, everybody here who is part of an event of this size, it's complicated, and the reality is it's hard. Um, Jeanette is an is she's irreplaceable. An she's a beast. She is an irreplaceable. She's definitely yeah. a beast. I just want you. I know she's in a different. Um, she's in a different time zone. But for me, it was perfect because we were communicating uh, like 10, 11 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time. So th so she's working eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. You know what I mean? And and um, you know throughout this entire setup process leading up to now. So I mean, she's. She, I just want to give her a shout out. Thank you. She's awesome. I appreciate that. Mike, real quick, um, you're probably gonna get up there soon. Actually, they're doing high school uh, barbecue awards. Okay. Uh, I think I get a little bit of a break. You got a break. Yeah. Okay, cool. What I want to know is, what, what was your culinary background or what's your, what's your food history? How, where did this come from? So this is my favorite question. I am a fantastic eater, and that's about it. Carl, there's your brother. Yeah, right? There you go. If there was a microwave championship, I would be the champion. Um, I didn't come at this from food. I came at this from a marketing background. You know, from a business background, entrepreneurial background, and in 2006, I became the uh, the marketing director, essentially, for the Kansas City Barbecue Society, and dove head first in the barbecue, learned everything I could about it, fell in love with it. I, I knew that I always loved it, eating it, but I, then I started learning what a pit master's life is like, and how much they practice, and how much they're just like an athlete, they just do it with tongs. That's a lifestyle. Right? And, and I had friends who were traveling all over the country, and I was like, why the hell do you pull a, uh, a pit a thousand miles to make some ribs? Just buy some when you get there. I didn't quite, I didn't quite understand it, right? And when I, when I finally understood it, I was like, oh, my goodness. There is a cottage industry here that is going to explode, and I want to help it. 
And so I let, hitched my wagon to it, and we spent four or five years uh, growing KCBS to a major level, uh, helped them go international, helped them double their membership, brought Sam's Club into their world, and started the very first national barbecue tour. Did you already have a relationship with Sam's? No. So you started no, it? No, cut it out of... Yeah, you started it. I started that. I sta started the Sam's Club barbecue tour with a bunch of wonderful guys from Sam's Club who aren't, aren't there anymore. But, but started the, a, a, a new tournament strategy for barbecue. And then I realized, you know, this can happen with um, dessert. This can happen with burger. This can happen with sandwich, so on and so forth. And so we, we began asking ourselves, why is there not a Super Bowl for food? We, uh, and that was so the genesis of the World Food Championships. We just were we were brave enough and stupid enough well. to, to take it on. If we knew then Says what we every know entrepreneur. Now, if yes. we knew then what we know now, we'd be scared to death to have started this. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. I can appreciate that. Now, what we're doing is on a smaller scale, but I'm just one person. Well, I, well starting this was just one person. And, and it was still a large investment because there's a lot that goes into this and there's even more stuff back, back home. But with, without, and I, to, pay, to kind of pay ode to this, you know, who gets you somewhere, I can't get anywhere without this guy and that guy and, and five other people who are, who are working for nothing or very little and putting in the sweat equity and doing all these things to, 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 to launch something and become something, right? Right. So anyway, I, I, so how does it... With your ticket, so you can recently over the summer there was the uh, the IMG deal. Congratulations on Thank that. Thank you. Because I, I've been through I've been through some of those sorts of situations before in, in my past, and that is that's that's a holy grail scenario. What comes next now? Because this this is like the it was only three four months three four months ago that that occurred. So this this particular uh, venue was already established. What's gonna happen going? forward it's a great question we don't we don't really know that we have the answer yet but we are uh, in deep deep conversations about how to how to invest the right money and the right relationships into the world food championships to take it to the next level right we're, we're looking at this now as wfc 2.0 uh, we, we've done a phenomenal job i think getting it to a certain point but but to be honest with you i, I was starting to lean over my skis too much Right. This is more than one guy's pocketbook, and and a staff of about twenty could pull off. If, if, or we're going to throttle it too much. We're going to bottleneck it too much. So, with IMG coming in, we now have access to resources that I could only dream of. We have access to partnerships and strategic relationships around the world. They have offices in thirty countries, for example. Wow. So, taste of Singapore, taste of Paris, taste of London, taste of Sydney, those kinds of things already, the infrastructure is there. And so now we're talking about how do we plug WFC food sports into the middle of that or around it or attach it to the side of it, whatever it is, that's what's happening next. As far as the championship, we have other big conversations going uh, how do we make mixology and pairing I, I got a question much one. more obvious in what we're doing how can i be a judge of mixology <laughs> send me after class uh, so i think i want to throw your listen here you sob i want to get you cooking in here all right, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna hurt you, son. No, I, I, is he gonna be able to switch the show while he's cooking? I mean, By no. the time this comes, 
<laughs> right? By the time this comes back full circle, um, we're gonna have some other help in here, and you're you're at, and, you're, and your butt's gonna be cooking. Done to me the last two. I need to get here. Yeah. that's why my voice. You've already is this lost way. your voice. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, Thank no. Welcome you. to the club. Yeah. Uh, the last two days. All right. He has now made me do my own gauntlet. Last three. Nice. You can tell. Nice. You like that word, don't you? You like the gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah. You like that. Yeah, I definitely do. This is. I've been going through it. This is the microphone gauntlet. Yeah. So normally I'm the host. So I'm the host. Jeffrey's co-host. I'm host. I'm the I'm the dishwasher. Yeah, he's washing dishes back there. I'm shaking hands and kissing babies or whatever. Shaking babies and kissing hands. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever it takes, buddy. Whatever it takes, man. But here, you know, I mean, I have responsibilities, and and there's been changes, and and you know, switch ups and whatever. So I find myself out there doing judging and, and, and just being in different areas around here. And frankly, just walking around doing nothing. Uh, you know, well, no, I'm kidding. No, you're not. Yeah, forget it. So uh, in, in the end, you've been, you've been covering the whole, well, you and, and Pooch over there. And, and Bucky. And, and you know what, man? Did you, you know hear what the story? radio guys have that no one else has is great nicknames. Pooch and Bucky. I mean, come on. How is that not a show in and of itself? Pooch and Bucky. Yeah, but wait a minute. I got one for better for you. You have Chefferies. My nickname in 1994 is Sheffrey. His name is nice. Jeffrey, so they dropped it. Nice. I started the cartel, switched my nickname to the Kingpin. Nice. So, yeah, that's where it was. So I was like, all right, I like the chef. I love Chefferies. I love that. So kudos. Well, I, you're bringing the brand all the way in. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, invite, it, I didn't invent it. But when I saw it and heard about it, I was like, oh, my God. We got to put some sizzle around that. Yeah, that's oh, hot. You did. That's well, you hot, got, right? And, and who came up with Bike Club? So a guy out of uh, Seattle, Washington, Sean Niles, uh, created Bike Club. That's a cool. In, that's a cool name. Uh, in Yakima, Washington, and thank God it was somewhere that no one can ever find. Um, and, and so I literally drove through a freaking snowstorm to get there to see it for the first time. I thought I was going to die going over a mountain. Um, and when I saw they're doing it, the same thing as I saw. The, uh, with Anthony and Sheffrey, I was like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to make it bigger. And I bought the rights immediately mm -hmm. to it. Wow. And so so now we're in conversations with Sam's Club to take Bike Club and put it into clubs. Sam's Club's throughout the nation. No, that's for you, you, man. We, we don't know how that's we're going to so do cool. it. That's but, awesome. But they want to do it. As you saw uh, this weekend, Sam's Club Bike Club was a huge hit. Yeah. Uh, these these uh, no, champions no. Oh, were like, the what the heck am I doing with this? What is this? And I said, just trust me. Go in there, do what you love, do your All thing, right. have a good time. It'll be great. Now, I got to experience that, and that was that was cool. Oh, you really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. 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 Thanks. <laughs> so, um, Wait, listen to this. I love Man. this. Uh, this is this is the future of food sport right here. By the way, we've got a high school barbecue competition that we hosted here. Eventually, the World Food Championships, I, I believe, is going to host every national championship of everything that has anything to do with food uh, with people who have to do it over in a corner somewhere. Right? Are you, you going to keep it here, though? It's World Food Championship, right? So does that right. mean that it, it just inherently has to hit the road? So there's some things I can't talk about on that front. Understood. However, you had to kill you. I, I will tell you. <laughs> we already established the take, take this home and just think about it, okay? <laughs> I, know, I know a guy. Get back to me in the morning. Um, uh, it's awesome. We've got a winner just announced. Um, so we, we are trying to stay in Texas with the main event. There's going to be uh, World Food Championships Asia. There's going to be World Food Championships um, uh, 
mid, Midwest, Mideast, mid everything uh, that you can imagine. And ultimately... But the Big Daddy's here. Well, the Big Daddy's going to be here for a while, yeah. for sure. It's going to be World Food Championships. Eventually, this might... And I'm just saying this Absolutely. is a might thing. Hypothetical, right? sure. I, I, I can't look beyond tomorrow, let alone into the next two or three years. Heard that. This might become the American version. That there's a winner. Like American Idol kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a winner from America. So maybe the American World, World American Food Championships. And then you got Dubai Food Championships. you got Australia Food Championships, so on and so forth. Right. That's where we'd like to go. We'll find out organically if that makes sense. We'll find out strategically if that makes sense. But for now, the main event stays here. Uh, it'll be in Dallas or possibly another major city that we love. Uh, we are Tampa? In, what? We are in negotiations. <laughs> That's not Texas. <laughs> we are in negotiations for 2024's host, and uh, we're not ready to announce where that where that's going to land. Mike, I got a question for you. When you, did, you started with X amount of categories, seven, um, how do you choose the categories moving forward? Do you can expand that, or is it going to be like street talk, like street food of the world? We, we usually experiment through our infusions. Um, so, like, we might take on cheese, for example, and then we, we think, oh, my gosh, there should be a cheese category. That's, that's kind of how bacon happened. So bacon's um, magical, right? And we always look at trends, mm -hmm. and we're trying to figure out: is there enough traction in that particular trend or that particular concept? Um, gastronomy, for example, right? right? We made that a we, we right. made that an infusion or requirement for chef this year. Does All it right. need to be incubated out into nice its own spot. category? We'll in find out. Uh, we nice did a, an MRE challenge yesterday with military that was just to have fun. Yeah. But now the question is, oh, my gosh, should that be a category? So we go into a, to a think tank, a recap in December. We look at the pros, the cons, the wins, the losses, and, and we come out of it with a game plan for 2024. And you might see a 13th or a 14th category category created as a result of that. I love the fact that you did the MREs because if you did it with people that are not in the military, oh my God, those guys would be like, I think that'd be beautiful to go forward. Just I think there should be, I mean, I'm not hard coding this, but I really do believe there should be a military division. 100%. A military military category. Yeah. Right. And we, we get all the branches represented. We work with the bases to create a winner strategy for them, a golden ticket strategy. I, I really didn't get a chance yesterday to expand while I was on stage, right? Um, I, I kind of touched on it. But so if you, if you, if you know anything about uh, culinary and the kitchen and the hierarchy and how, how the whole thing just flows and operates, you build these, even if people do not uh, appreciate each other or like each other, there's bonds that are created. Trust factors, right? So that's in that's in practically every every kitchen kitchen or institution of that kind. When you're talking about military, that takes it to a whole a whole other level of bond, right? Right. But here we are. Here, you take a military chef experience, combining with just the chef experience, and you're putting that together. I, I you know, and that's what I was thinking about up there. You know, when I found out that I was going to go up to 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 do that, I was like, oh man, what am I going to talk about? And the first, it was, I had, I had 15 me, minutes. Like, what am I going to talk to him about? I had 15 minutes to come up with something. Really, is what it was. Thanks, Mike. I had 15 minutes. <laughs> You're so, welcome. Yeah. That's, that's like an eternity in my world. Uh, well, it, it, Wait, there's the culinary gauntlet, there's the judge gauntlet. 
Love it. That's what you you switched the rules. Dirty. That's what you did. Dirty. All right. So anyway, I, I thought about it. I said, you know what? That's that. I feel I have the feels for that. Right. I, that's what I wanted to talk about up there, but I didn't really know how much time I had. I, I, but I believe that there's a secret sauce or a secret ingredient. Again, no pun on that, but I feel like that's a really big deal, man. So for me, if you're going to do some sort of a military thing like that, I think it would be gigantic to the delivery of the you know expansion of what you what, 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 what everybody here is trying to do. I, I think it needs to happen. Uh, the question is just how. All right. How do we how do we weave it into the championship? How do we add more days? This is already a pretty long slug of things, right? We we had a day of ancillaries on Wednesday. We have two days of opening rounds, then we have two days of finals. Right. If if you're asking me how do we really work that, I think eventually this becomes a lot like in NASCAR, what's called Speed Week. We're going to have to create Food Week, and we go from weekend to weekend. So maybe the first weekend is the fun, uh, energetic things that are very kind of um, new or trendy. We do a weekend of high school stuff, we, military stuff, et cetera, and then you, get in, you settle into the pro side of things as the maybe you do a two or three days of conferencing, expo, et cetera. And then you go, get into four, five, six days of food competition. I'm just going to need a lot more people because it's, it's, it's these, are, these are long days, long days, lots of infrastructure, uh, and, and lots of organization. Yeah, and if you don't, and if you don't manage the cash flow and the caps on all this stuff, you find yourself that you're, you, there won't be another one. Right, right, right. I, I, I don't know if you know this, but the coast is. In the ACF last year, number one chef of the year, really, and pastry chef of the year, no joke. And it's the young lady that was here now. She took chef of the year, really. So the Coasties took ACF. Now they're taking this. They're trying to. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Oh, we don't know yet, right? We'll see. Yeah, we don't know, but my God, that I mean, that's a good level. Well, it's a great testament of the fact that they're talented. They love what they do. They know how to compete. Passion. Yeah, the, and the, the whole, teamwork is ridiculous. You know, I, I don't want to belittle it, but um, from a military perspective, that's a competition, right? Yeah, someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's played out the way it plays out, plays out, right? So, so they know how to compete. That is my point. At the end of the day, they yeah. they know how to be precise. They know how to go in. They know how to execute in different ways. Right. For a military yeah, perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Excuse> <laughs> <the button. So. laughs> it doesn't surprise me that they're good, yeah. and we'll find out how good they are when it when it comes to what I consider food champs, um, and and they'll they'll become food champs. Uh, I don't even call people chef or home cook or pro team. I call them food champs. But once they get here, once they prove themselves, once they compete, whether they win, lose, or draw, it doesn't matter to me. They're a food champ, right? Well, yeah, because I guess at the end of the day, you're 15 years in the kitchen, uh, you know, at the country club or the restaurant or whatever. Not that it doesn't matter, because that's all your experience, you know, rolled up into what you can ex- how you execute. But the reality is, it doesn't matter. Right? They're not applying for a, they're not applying for a job, right? They're here to you know, people are here to win. They're here to prove that they're good at something. They're here to have a good time. Right. They're here to network and meet other people who who follow the same trials and tribulations that they do in the kitchen. And that, that gets back to the community that we started with. Right. Yeah. That's why people leave here knowing more people, 
adding people to their circle of influence and becoming friends with individuals they never thought they would and going to house parties at Airbnb instead of cooking your own rack of lamb. Uh, you go eat someone else's food. And and that's the beauty and the magic behind the, the, the curtain. By the beautifully said, we brought the rack, we brought the lamb over there and cooked for them. Wow, I didn't do shit. It was just, it was, it was Jeff. I like Jeff. clarifying. Yes, yeah, I will, I'm not taking, I will never, I will never take your thunder. You don't. I will never take your thunder. All right, so here we go. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, Mr. Producer, Jeffrey, um, Antonio. Yes. How do people find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram. It's just my name is at Anthony Martorina. M A R T O R I N A. That's a handsome Italian name, my Thank man. Thank you. So that is much. a handsome I name. Appreciate that. Mr. Mike McLeod. How do we find you? Instagram McLeod in the cloud. Oh. McLeod in the cloud. Yeah. He's got a cool. He's got a cool. Name. That's pretty cool. It's cool. I'll take it. Gentlemen, appreciate you having us here. Appreciate you actually being on the program. You guys are awesome. We do. We need to talk and see how you know how we can you know make this better. We okay. will. I promise you that. Indeed. All right, Jefferson. Before you pass out and just destroy the equipment, we are out. Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing. Deliver healthy taste options to clientele and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com.